Good morning, good morning, St. Paul, Twin Cities. This is your unbougie foodie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I gotta say that going, doing live recordings, of course, can be kind of <laughs> difficult <laughs> when your computer crashes right before you're going on air. <laughs> anyway, I am here and ready to give you all some information about some topics that uh, I mentioned last week, but also, um, you know, an interesting topic that, you know, I put on my Facebook page and was hoping to get some feedback and everything, and hopefully there will be someone that's interested in this topic, and I'll, I'll tell you what it is in just a moment, but first and foremost, again, I want to thank you for taking the time out this morning. Um, as always, I am here every Saturday at 10 a.m. <laughs> at 10 a.m. <laughs> um, but you can hear me uh, every Saturday right here on 104.7 WEQY LP St. Paul, uh, the voice of the East Side. Uh, importantly, I'd like to offer you the telephone number so that you could voice your opinions on just any of the information that we'll, I'll be talking about today. First, uh, it will be, here's the telephone number. It is 651-200-3479. Again, that, that is 651-200-3479. So again, if you have any viewpoints, comments, and so forth, I would love, 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 love to hear from you. Um, you know, it's what I, I'm longing for. <laughs> so, um, I am going to start off with one, a restaurant that I mentioned last week, uh, which I, I, my gosh, why didn't I remember the name last week? But it was Deconstructed. And I think I mentioned it at the end of the show, but it is... I think a lot of people are familiar with it, and it's on the east side. Um, the address is 705 Century Avenue North. That's in Maplewood. So, you know, anything east of 35E, that's a special area. <laughs> so I want to mention that you're, I think a number of people are familiar with the spot generally. It used to be referred to as D-Spot. And D-Spot was well-known or has been well-known for its wings. I mean, it had a multitude of various wings, uh, you know, the different types, the different levels of heat and flavors. And yeah, it was just, as some folks have said, very wonderful. I think I've had one wing from there before, from them before and had not had the opportunity to go and have more or the other varieties. Well, this it, again, the same spot they have, I guess, and why the name deconstructed and reimagined um, what they want to offer to the community. So it is really like Italian um, fair. Um, it's an Italian eatery now, uh, and they've been planning it for quite some time. But and it was. It's now what folks are saying is top-notch uh, Italian food. Admittedly, 
I have not been there yet <laughs> um, because, you know, it opened not that long ago. Um, there not much fanfare and it came across uh, my timeline. I was as I was doing research and hearing the different or reading the different reviews and so forth and looking at the menu. I was I was intrigued by it, um, but I, I got to say that I'm going to have to take some time. Uh, and go there myself but I wanted to inform you all um, you can actually find them uh, on Facebook uh, too if you want to see some information regarding like their menus and some of the things that they've offered um, looking at I think I was looking at their one of their at least their menu at least I thought um, the sandwiches salads uh, pastas um, and from what I understand, these these menus change again on a daily basis. Uh, they are open uh, from 11 a.m. to well, they at least they serve lunch from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And I was looking at some other. Hmm. Some of the the different items that they had just pictures i'm an aesthetic person so i'm looking at pictures and, and whatnot and the way that they have it presented looks so awesome um i believe they opened back in february late february if i'm not mistaken um but it's uh it seems to be an awesome place and you know I promise that I will get there and tell you more about it. You know, I'm a picture person too, so I'm going to post these things out on Facebook and, and so on so that you'll have an opportunity to, to see what I'm talking about. But again, their address is 705 Century Avenue North. They are in Maplewood. Now, like I said, you know, going there is, I think is going to be really interesting um, I, I love Italian. Um, there are various places throughout the cities that I have had Italian. There's some friends that are Italian and they have suggested certain places, um, in Woodbury or in uh, right here on the East side, like Yeruso, um, Yeruso brothers, um, on pain. Uh, yeah, there Piatas in uh, Woodbury, I believe. There are a number of other places throughout the cities, of course, that you know you can enjoy some really great Italian food. Those are just places that I'm familiar with on the east side. Um, this is a new place, so keep in mind, deconstructed. And if you're looking to how to spell the name, it's D dash constructed. On Facebook, again, you could find them D, as I mentioned, just the letter D, Constructed Restaurant. Um, and you'll find out more information about them. You'll see, again, recipes that they have. But keep in mind, their recipe, or their not their recipes, their menus. <laughs> their menus change on a daily basis. So what you see perhaps on a menu right now, or, uh, or maybe yesterday, if they've not updated their, their menu as yet, look out for it. Um, or else why not be surprised and go there? Uh, but yeah, definitely check them out. 705 Century Avenue North uh, in Maplewood. 
uh that was that was kind of i really wanted to talk about that last week and didn't get a chance to uh, you know it was kind of like at the end of the show so i'm glad i was able to bring bring that to you or mention it today um there was another one that i'm i also had it totally slipped my mind but i think it's going to be great for saint paul specifically i know that we have already some seafood restaurants that we've talked about in the past um octobar uh almanac um uh fish uh in the um, market uh, collaborative um in lower town area um and all the other restaurants that are smaller yet important <laughs> uh peterson's meats um, that are inside the collaborative they offer seafood however on grand avenue specifically uh there's going to be a new place um, i, I want to say seafood or cajun uh type of d- deli or offering seafood but it's going to be based around you know louisiana um style uh like a seafood boil and if you're not familiar um you know there are a number of places throughout the cities that offer different seafood boils i mean that's with shrimp and and dewy sausage and corn and potatoes all you know simmered with butter and delicious other spices that make it that give it that cajun richness uh well this place called grand cafe grand catch grand cafe grand catch grand catch it is going to actually bring that to the neighborhood and the owners founders creators uh of this wonderful place they already have wonderful places within the twin cities that uh, people flock to one uh world street kitchen uh and milk jam creamy those are in the uptown uh, area of minneapolis but it is um saeed wadi uh if you're not familiar with him again he uh samed uh samed wadi and uh saeed wadi are the uh, creators of uh, again world street kitchen and um uh, milk jam creamery so uh they are going to be teaming up with a, a cajun deli owner tian lai i believe is uh, his name and i apologize if i'm not pronouncing the name correctly um they are bringing that to the St. Paul area. Now, specifically where that's going to be is 1672 Grand Avenue. That's in St. Paul. Um, it, it was at a it's going to be at a former site of a place that was called Grand Central um, Restaurant. Uh, the. It was I, I've never been to Grand Central, however, uh, it almost seems like they're kind of like paying homage to, uh, you know, the previous restaurant by still keeping the name Grand Catch. Uh, so this is going to be an awesome place uh, because 
not only are they going to be it's going to be interesting to see what the type of spices and everything that are going to be used uh, because here you have uh, the bringing together of Asian or Middle Eastern flavors and both I mean both of those flavors I mean they're earth one is earthy both of them are earthy actually uh, but then there are maybe more for Asian uh, the flavors those are going to be a bit more bright and and fresh uh, citrus uh, and you could only imagine the different types of uh, of spices that are actually going to be used so again keep in mind that it's going to be the menu is going to be built around uh, you know a Louisiana style uh, seafood boil um, they had they in the sense of um, Saeed Wadi had gone to Brooklyn and had experienced uh, seeing this gentleman uh, do the seafood uh, or and wanted to actually bring that type of experience if you would to the twin cities and of course over a time period uh, um, they had known each other for quite some time and so uh, it was based in brooklyn or they had come together if you would in brooklyn park uh and wanted to just collaborate so how great is it going to be for the st paul area and on grand avenue again that address is going to be 1672 grand avenue that they're actually bringing this i'm excited because you know it's giving a, a different opportunity for folks to have uh, a different experience from just the standard seafood boil um louisiana style yes but you know, there are flavors that are going to make it much more exciting. I would agree. Anyway, once again, uh, that is going to be called Grand Catch. It's going to be located at 1672 uh, Grand Avenue. Don't really have a time. I, I don't really have a time yet i mean it is in process and uh, you know even on their facebook page you could see that you know grand catch is in the works uh, there's not a time as yet but um very certain that it is coming um as they are if you would really making moves to uh open uh, the restaurant so I'll bring more information to you uh, as I learn more so that you would stay up to date with Grand Catch uh, and just look forward to uh, getting an opportunity to go to them. But they do promise it's coming soon. And, you know, everything that he seems to be you know, putting his hands to, uh, they've been successful at the tastes, the flavors, the different cuisines. I mean, he is also at um, Seven Steakhouse so at doing wonderful um, dishes there as well so not had an opportunity to try the new cuisine that is at seven steakhouse um yeah go check it out there i was online and you know 
researching as always you know when you're a foodie you have to research whether it be you know looking at articles looking um you know through instagram twitter and so on and so forth all these various areas um social medias um articles you know not so much to get ideas i mean that gives you helpfully gives you inspiration and so forth to go out and have a great meal and then be able to share it with um, your audience listeners but there was a recipe that i thought was quite interesting that i came across and i was like okay well i i think i need to share it <laughs> it was one that was um available uh, by uh, Eastside Co-op. I was on their Facebook page and they have uh, it's uh, as you know uh, they are a Eastside Food Co-op. They have been uh, they are on the they're, excuse me they're on a Northeast Neighborhood Co-op but they're Eastside Food Co-op is what they're, refer is what they're called. Uh, and they've been a co-op since 2003. Uh, they've been contributing to the neighborhood and always bringing healthy and natural food to the community. Uh, and if you've ever wanted to go there or interested in where to find them, um, definitely um, you know, visit their website, which is uh, www.eastsidefood.coop. And uh, you can find out more information um, about them. But they are current. They are located at 2551 Central Avenue Northeast. That's in Minneapolis, 55418. Uh, their recipe that I want to share is um, it is a lamb euro. And I love lamb. I mean, depending upon. And I shouldn't even say depending upon where you go, but they have a wonderful um, lamb recipe and it seems very simple and it gives you a breakdown of all the different ingredients that you are actually going to use for, uh, you know, to create this. So I'm going to share that with you. Uh, so thank you, Eastside Food Co-op, because um, it's a wonderful recipe and there's a tzatziki sauce that is uh, it's very simple very very simple um that you could definitely uh you, well you want to not would like to you want to add uh as a garnish to your lamb euro so first off and of course they encourage you to uh, for the ingredients uh east side lamb meat there is pita bread uh onions that are going to be sliced your lettuce is going to be chopped and we'll talk about you know the different types and so forth in just a moment. But tomatoes, those are going to be sliced. Cucumbers are going to be sliced, uh, and then Italian parsley. Running down specifically um, addition, uh, additional ingredients. There's going to be you'll need three cups of Greek yogurt, three tablespoons of lemon juice, one garlic clove that's going to be minced one large English cucumber, one tablespoon of salt, and one tablespoon of fresh dill. So 
there it's two parts to this so first the directions from in making the euro itself um you're going to you know preheat your oven to 325 degrees and you're going to fill a, a baking pan it's, they suggest at least a two inch um side um of the of the pan or the tin um with one inch of water so you can see the reason why you need a, at least a two inch uh, depth in the pan because you're going to add one inch of water uh, so either a bread pan or a cake pan would would do well or work well but you're going to put the uh, euro meter uh, in the tin in the inside of the pan and then bake that for an hour you're going to remove that from the oven and cover it with tin foil and let that sit for about 15 minutes uh, then you're going to slice it really thin and you're just going to serve it in the euros but for the euro you're going to slice a pita bread so we mentioned about the pita bread uh, and you're going to cut that in half and then create two pockets now if you're not familiar with pita i mean you can find it definitely at your local grocery store but why not get it from eastside food or uh, any of the you know other uh neighborhood um markets in your area uh, there are a lot of, I'll, I'll just leave it at the, the, the grow at your local grocery store. Cause there's a lot, there's too many to name, <laughs> but your local grocery store has them. But certainly within your neighborhood, you could go to your, uh, local, uh, place that sells halal, uh, or meats, uh, and even, I believe if I, I went to a shop on, and someone's going to have to probably correct me, but I think it was on Lexington and University. I don't remember the name. It's next to, a, 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 I think, New Asia and maybe a Metro PCS. But uh, it is a, a Somali store uh, or market. Um, and I've ha I've gone in there just to you know familiarize myself, and I've never been in there before. And perhaps I'm wrong, but I thought it was pita. I didn't ask, so I can't assume. That's why I'm suggesting uh, either go to your, definitely go to your grocery store or go visit your local one of your local um, neighborhood markets and verify if that they have pita uh, bread there. We'll assume that is the case anyway you're going to take that pita bread and you're going to slice it in half to make two pockets um, the meat that you've just prepared you're going to put that those slices of euro meat um, along with onions your lettuce that you've sliced and i suggest maybe romaine lettuce i just like romaine lettuce um, iceberg is is great too but romaine or even like butter boston lettuce um, it's tender. It's, I don't know. I, 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 I'm really, I feel very close if you would <laughs> to romaine or, uh, butter, um, lettuce. Uh, they're good for wraps and, and it's, I think it's perfect for this as well. Um, but you're going to take, uh, your onions, your chopped lettuce, um, your tomatoes, as well as your cucumber and you're going to you know construct your your pita or your euro 
um, and put those all in the pita bread, the pockets of the pita bread. Now, again, the important, other important ingredient um, that we talked about or that I mentioned was the tzatziki sauce. Here, this sauce is going to go over after you've put all of the ingredients, the meats and the onions, lettuce, so on, in the pocket of the pita bread, you're going to want this sauce uh, over it as an additional garnish. And you have to have it. It's not even, okay, you could kind of leave it off. No, you have to have it. So here's the recipe for that. And I will uh, make reference to this uh, on my Facebook page as well. Um, just so if anyone's interested in actually seeing this recipe and you know, maybe you don't have a pen at you while you're having your coffee this morning, you don't want to write anything down. I'll reference it on uh, the Unbuji Foodie uh, Facebook page um, so that you'll have it available as well. But the tzatziki sauce, one, you're going to peel and dice cucumbers. Uh, you're going to sprinkle them with a tablespoon, uh, one tablespoon of salt. Uh, you're going to cover with a plate and uh, it says set something on top, uh, heavy on top, you know, to drain the water. So cover with a plate and sit something heavy on top to drain water, to drain the water out. So it most likely is talking about the a plate on top of the actual cucumbers themselves not like in a bowl and then a plate on the bowl to cover the actual cucumbers because you want the cucumbers to be as as much moisture to be drawn out of the of the, the uh, cucumbers uh, as possible um, I think an important thing to um, mention is that you don't want to cut your cucumbers too thin uh, you want to cut them I don't know maybe about uh, a quarter of an inch in thickness and yeah and do you know do it that size um, but again that's where the salt and covering the plate covering it with a plate so that it could drain out water that's gonna help um, but you're gonna let that sit for 30 minutes uh, you're going to drain that really well after that 30 minute time period. And then you're going to uh, pat dry with a paper towel like the cucumbers. Next, you're going to put that in a food processor. Uh, so it will be the cucumbers. You're going to have garlic, lemon juice, uh, the dill, um, and then you know a few uh, grinds of black pepper. You're going to uh, process that really well. Um, I'd say you don't want to do it over much so that it's like a puree. I mean, I guess you could. I guess I'd like to see some of these, the chunks. I, I'm a textured person as well. So I like seeing uh, or, or tasting um, those other ingredients. Um, but, you know, blend to your preference, of course. Uh, next, you're going to stir in the yogurt. So again, that three cups of uh, Greek yogurt that we talked about or that I mentioned as part of the ingredients, here's where you're going to use it. Uh, after you've mixed in the yogurt, you're going to want to taste it. Uh, it may be that you want to add a little bit more salt. Uh, if that is the case, um, make sure you taste it first. And then add your salt. Add 
just a little bit. And again, this will be by taste. Um, but make sure you taste it first because you don't want to add salt and then all of a sudden you taste it and you're like, oh, this is way too much. Taste it first, then add your salt. And I think that's almost in every case. You know, um, season your meat or whatever. Anyway, after that, you're going to put that tzatziki sauce in the refrigerator for at least two hours before you're serving it. So, yes, I'm, I'm going to say probably should have talked about tzatziki sauce before <laughs> and then you do your you know create your your gyro or prepare your gyro your lamb meat and so on but so you could do this the sauce two hours before and then start you know preparing your meat so that you could construct your gyro um but it's it really is it's a simple recipe um, it's one that you know you're wanting a of a, a flavorful and honestly it's it's light enough it's not a heavy especially when you're preparing um, a gyro and using lamb it's not a heavy type of meal and along with the pita bread and then the sauce the sauce is not one that's like a whole lot of cream yes you're using yogurt um, so that definitely helps but I'm telling you um, you want to put that on, want it. You want to put that on your euro. Trust me. So, uh, if you make it, please let me know. Um, you know, send me a photo of you know your creation. You may want to put some other spin on that as well. Um, that's just one way, a standard way of doing that tzatziki sauce. Um, you may want to add a, a special ingredient, a, a ingredients of your preference in there. You never know. Um, why not do that and take a picture of it and send it to me? I'd love to see it. Um, I love sharing um, those food moments and opportunities. So, again, if you have an opportunity to, to do it, please uh, share it. I, I would love to see that your outcome. You know, lastly, well, not lastly. Uh, I promised that we were going to talk about a topic that I, I put on my Facebook page and I thought it was very interesting that, you know, I've gone to cooking classes and I, I've mentioned that though being the only, I'm the, I'm not the only male in the room. I am, however, many times and i mean it's not like i'm naive to it or anything but i'm the only man of color in the room and i find that interesting um and would love again uh, it could be a, a i hope someone would call with a, a viewpoint on that but i just find it it's fascinating that I don't see many men of color, uh, you know, attending cooking classes or instructions. Um, and, and that's not to say that, you know, men don't men of color don't know how to cook or. But what about things that's different from and. I don't know how to put it other than to say that, you know, the, the strong I, I do steak I do ribs I do you know I'm grilling um 
I guess maybe because I am a person that likes food, various types of food. I'm not just in one area or I was going to say genre. I guess that would be good. I mean, I look at so many different types of cuisines, not just American or honestly, not just Belizean. Um, I look at Asian and Thai and I've never touched French. And that's I think that I have to be at a different level. I don't know why I do think that. But there are other ones that I feel like I could approach and I could attack. That's a funny way to put that. But I don't see many men of color uh, attending these um, various types of cooking classes. And I, I wondered why that is and have not met any male, if you would, that I'm just going to put it out there. Doesn't want to have that conversation. I'm, I'm just interested in finding out what that is. Is it because of is it masculinity you know, why they feel that, okay, I, I'm not going to, why am I going to go learn chopping up some onions or chopping up mushrooms or, you know, using a, a mortar and pestle, uh, you know, for a specific type of cuisine. I guess maybe you have to be a person that really enjoys, that really enjoys food. Uh, and and I will say in this instance, a, a guy that really enjoys food and a man of color <laughs> that really enjoys food um, that is willing to step outside the, your comfort zone or uh, your yeah your comfort zone. I'll leave it at that comfort zone um, and try something new, um, prepare something new and maybe even encourage i think by seeing you as a male prepare something outside of what might be considered your standard fare or cuisine um your friends family your you know people that you hang out with that you love they're going to want to taste that uh, they're going to support you. They're going to want to do that looks really good. You know, what did you put in? They, they're going to want to learn from you and say, hey, uh, where'd you learn to do that? <laughs> you know, how did you learn to do that? And I think that's what I find so interesting about going to these cooking classes, because I, I enjoyed the various types of foods and I am not afraid to get in there and and you know you learn about that stuff but I would love to see more men of color or I'll just put it out there people of color period enjoying um you know going to a cooking class now there is a caveat to this admittedly because I think of it too um, not a lot of people, and I'm saying a lot of people, uh, I'm not putting it out there for you all. I'm saying myself included. I can't afford <laughs> to go to some of these cooking classes. Admittedly, some of these cooking classes are, 
out of the prices are out of the box way like out of price range you know it it's almost like you have to be and maybe that's possibly it too why you don't see a lot of times people of color men of color in these different cooking classes and so forth because honestly i have to save up to you know go to a cooking class or i will look months in advance and realize okay i'm going to save up ten dollars each week or each paycheck or twenty dollars each paycheck whatever to go to a particular cooking class now mind you i am not going to go to no let me take that back i have not been able to afford to go (laughs) to one that is like $90, $80, $100. I can't. Yeah, I'm sorry. The Unbougie Foodie um, is not there yet. (laughs) I mean, so it's fun being able to go over like to a friend's house and know that especially when they know how to do a specific type of cuisine, I'm willing and able to get in there and, hey, do you need me to, you know, uh, do work the um, uh, mortar and pestle or I could do you know chopping up onions or you need me to stir something whatever the case is but I also enjoy going to a cooking class uh, and learning that stuff at times yes it can be a little bit intimidating because all these people are around and you're sometimes some of them are watching you and seeing what you're doing how are you cutting those onions or you know what your technique and knife skills it's kind of funny too um but it's fun it's a lot of fun i really it's almost like i want to i would love to actually see some type of event affordable event because you know understanding that i do realize that you know preparing uh and organizing uh, an event uh, like that, even for a small group of people, it might take some funds and so forth. But I would love to actually see just, uh, you know, a group of guys get together and say, listen, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do something uh, a totally different type of cuisine. Uh, and. Yeah, I-, I would love that. I would love to hear your viewpoints even after the show. So feel free to use social media to get in contact with me and tell me what your viewpoints are on that. You know, why men of color are not uh, at cooking classes or we don't see more of them. Um, And like I mentioned, I know I gave you a caveat in reference to price range. That could be another topic of discussion too. why are cooking classes so expensive? (laughs) You know, and, and I think if you. It shouldn't just be for, I'm just going to say, for those elite ones that can quote unquote afford, maybe there might be some that are in the neighborhood that want to have the opportunity to uh, go to a cooking class, but they can't afford it uh, because of the, unfortunately, at times, exorbitant prices. Um, Yeah, there needs to be somebody that says, yeah, let's do something different. Let's change that. and give everyone an opportunity to have a, a cooking class or attend a cooking class. But that's just what's in my head. <laughs> yeah. um, lastly, uh, I promised that I was going to talk to you about, um, you know, some restaurant openings. And I'm going to give you a few. But these are coming from specifically from eater, 
Eater Twin Cities. Um, so if you're not familiar, definitely go to TwinCities.Eater.com and you'll find out uh, a number of these restaurants that I'm going to mention and I'll provide you more information as well. Um, one specifically that is going to be in uh, St. Paul is Parlor St. Paul. And um, let's see, it is it is located at 267 or will be located at 267 West um, 7th Street uh, in St. Paul. Um, projected opening, <laughs> it said before March 17th. So um, it's going to be serving um, cocktails. Um, gosh, uh, what is... Diner, it, well, they're describing it as, uh, I guess, uh, oof, I want to say burgers. Uh, I want to say burgers, possibly. No, I mean, it's more, it's just, it's more than that, definitely. But um, they are still in the process, but. I'll describe what they have. It, this uh, location is going to be a different location than the first because they have one in uh, Minneapolis. Uh, but it is going to be uh, kind of like a dive bar. Uh, and it's kind of have like four different places about it. But they said that it's uh, first a dive bar that's styled standing uh a dive bar styled standing space with pull tabs and you get a burger there. Um, just it's it, they're just describing it as a place that you could get either eggs or you could get a burger. So that's just one. I'll give you more information on that. Um, Another that is going to be opening soon is Funky Grits. And I've talked about Funky Grits before and had an opportunity to talk uh, and interview both um, the um, the key players or partners, um, Jared Brewington and Chef Jordan Carlson. Um, they're going to be offering um, grits, uh, you know, great uh, Southern style cooking. Um, but they're going to be opening April 1st. So Eater mentions that it's going to be a projected opening of March. They've confirmed that it was going to be April. So keep in mind that that's going to happen. Um, Keg and Case, uh, they are going to be at 928 West 7th Street. Um, it's going to be a food hall. And I've mentioned, uh, talked about them in the past too, but um, I... Permanent fixtures and stalls like uh, Sweet Science Ice Cream Shop, Five Watt Coffee, Revival, um, Corner Table. It's going to be a wonderful place to go. And that's going to be uh, early summer. So, yeah, watch out for that one as well. Again, there are so many others. The Copper Cow. Uh, that one's going to be in Eden Prairie. Uh it, it list goes on. Red Rabbit is going to be coming on Grand Avenue as well. So 
check that out. There are still a bunch others that are listed there. And so I encourage you to check that out on Eater Twin Cities. So, uh, gosh, we've come to the top of the hour and I'm not, I'm waiting for the next show, which is Dr. Turner Berg's. So thank you all so much for tuning in. This is your unbougie foodie uh, saying once again, uh, I appreciate you listening. And as I end every show, I encourage you never to let anyone tell you what type of foodie to be, because really it is all about the food. <laughs>